The Joy FM Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Welcome to The Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, and I'm joined by Teresa Reynolds, senior shortstop for the Wicksburg Panthers. Teresa, thank you for being here today. Thank you. Now, the name of the show is called The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. And the reason why I call it The Sweet Spot is because out of all the uh, years growing up, whether it's playing baseball, basketball, football, there is no better feeling than hitting the ball on the sweet spot of the bat. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so tell me, <laughs> what's your best feeling while you're playing the game of softball? It's just having fun, like not stressing about anything, just being able to play the game. Yeah, so uh, like I said, the sweet spot where you – you line the ball up on the right part of the bat and you hit it so far yes, and it's sir. a feeling you don't even feel it mm-hmm. you know you hit it so far and it's like mm-hmm. i didn't even feel it so that was a, my reason behind coming up with the sweet spot you know for this name of the show uh i know you got a little power to you tell me about about your game with the plate uh my job is to basically hit line drives i'm not trying to hit the ball over the fence and if i get on base and i get a base but my job is just to hit the ball hard and hit line drives so far this year, uh, Wicksburg, you guys won the HI, HA kickoff tournament. Yes. Uh, finished runner-up in the Wiregrass Athletic Conference tournament as well. Uh, but tell me, on a personal level, do you have any uh, goals for your senior year? Um, probably to get the younger girls to step up and be leaders, you know, just because I know there's a lot of seniors this year. There's five of us. So I'm trying to help get, like, the younger girls to come up whenever we're gone. So – They'll all be leaders, too. That's, that's good. That's, that's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, iron sharpens iron. So uh, trying to set that example for the players to come after you guys graduate. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, sir. Now, every school has their own rivalries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of good teams yes, in this sir. area. But tell me which team do you enjoy being the most? Um, There's a few around here. We don't have, like, one set rivalry, really. But when we play Providence, HA, and probably Geneva, yeah. it's probably our biggest ones. I know uh, y'all beat HA in their in kickoff tournament yes, to win the championship. Yes, sir. That then, felt good. Yeah, I bet it did. I bet it did. <laughs> to beat them in the tournament that they're hosting, I know yes, that was sir. a good feeling for the entire team. And, mm-hmm. and then y'all beat them last year in the area tournament championship as well, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so, uh, so Providence, HA, and Geneva out of three. Three schools, when you have them on the schedule, you're looking forward to getting yes, that sir. W, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I understand. So um, last year, Wicksburg set a school record with 47 wins and mm-hmm. finished state runner-up as well. Uh, talk about what it's going to take to get this Wicksburg program back to state this year. Everybody just has to buy in our program. Like last year, everybody was bought in. Everybody was given 100% effort. Everybody was like – cheering each other on we had a family culture and as long as we keep that this year i feel like we'll get far so now you speaking on that family culture uh, i've seen a few videos of the softball team where they're competing on uh, you guys are competing on the bouncy balls and yes, uh, doing the shoot dance that everybody knows about <laughs> uh talk yes. about this family atmosphere and what coach rainey and the coaching staff and all the players do to make it you know a loose atmosphere throughout the season well we don't put up with drama or anything everybody just loves each other like we're all sisters like not just off the on the field but on the field too I can always 
talk to them about anything. And, like, we've always been kind of close. And, like, a small school, we've all kind of grown up together a little bit more. So, I mean, I think that's a lot to do with it, too. So you'll be going from a winning program in high school mm-hmm. to a winning program in college with <laughs> Chipola. Uh, but you had offers from Enterprise State and Wallace and uh, yes, Northwest Florida State as well, Gulf Coast State. I mean, So you mm-hmm. had plenty of options there. Yes, sir. But tell me, what was it about the Lady Indians program that set themselves apart from those other schools? Well, whenever I was looking for colleges, um, I was praying a lot because I knew that I had many options. But like what set Chipola aside from everybody was probably their family culture because at Wicksburg I didn't think I would find that probably anywhere else because we were just so close and grew up together but at Chipola everybody loves each other and they're all bought in for the same reason they're all there to win a national championship so and you've been committed to them for quite a while right yes sir like March 2019 so you knew early on when you took mm-hmm. your visits and getting to know the, the coaches. Coaches. The first time the I stepped on campus, I knew that's where I was meant, meant to be. Yeah, so. yeah, that's awesome that you knew it from the start, and you're like, okay, no need to play around. Mm-hmm. No need to uh, entertain these other schools that <laughs> yes, want sir. me to come and be a part of their program <laughs> when you already know mm-hmm. the deal, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, talk about how your family was a huge part of you know supporting your decision. I know you said you, it started with praying, and that's how. Mm-hmm we should always do uh, regardless of what the situation is but talk about your family too as they supported your decision to go well, to Chipola. I'm really close to everyone in my family and I didn't want to go too too far off because I wanted to visit some and like I'm really close like so I didn't want to move six hours away you know and Chipola is 45 minutes from my house so I can come home every weekend if I want to you know and they were all supportive of whatever decision I made and I was happy for that so now, talking about your game overall, uh, mm-hmm. what would you consider the best part of your game? I'm probably a defensive person for sure. Um, I love just being able to just be out on the field and like control the, control the field and everything. It's just, I just love the feeling of it, I guess. Yeah, shortstop, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of like the quarterback of the defense <laughs> yes, on, the, you know, on the field. So you're and you're calling all the shots, communicating with everybody as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, shortstop is that position that you have a lot of people when they're growing up. That, yes, that's sir. a position everybody wants to play, you mm-hmm. know. And so I was left in it when I played baseball. Mm-hmm. So I was limited. You know, I could only yeah. pitch first yeah. base and outfield. Mm-hmm. And I hated outfield, to be honest. <laughs> like, I played first growing up. And then mm-hmm. when I got to high school, I was moved to outfield because we had this one guy who was – play first base and he was like 6'3 290 like he could only play first base so I had to be moved to right field I hated outfield but uh but yeah so shortstop has always been that position that everybody covets growing Mm -hmm. up when they're playing the game now uh which part of your game are you working to improve the most um okay so over the fall I stopped I didn't play for the season because I was letting my body rest for senior year like especially my shoulder and so instead of like completely stopping from softball i made a goal to like be more mentally strong like throughout the game because like mentally I was not where I probably should have been so mentally um I just want to be more consistent and positive and be more optimistic when I'm playing instead of getting down on myself too fast yeah so because you know we talk about uh Oh, when we think about the game, the thing only think about the physical yes. a lot of times, but yes. everything starts mental. Exactly. I mean, everything starts mental. If you're not in the right mindset when you're playing a game or mm-hmm. even practicing, because, you know, 
you you have to practice the right way to play the right way. Yes, so yes. that's that's good that you've recognized that everything starts with your with your mind and mm-hmm. you know the body kind of follows in line as well. There, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know we I know before you spent a lot of time as the leadoff hitter, mm-hmm. but you said you've been kind of been moved to the middle of the a order, bit, you yes, know, sir. depending on what the team needs. Mm-hmm. Talk about the difference between being a leadoff hitter and what you have to do as opposed to being in the middle of the lineup. Well, if I'm hitting leadoff, my job is to get like the hype of the team up, get on base, just do what I need to, just to get on base really. And then trust my other teammates to hit me in or whatever. But now my job is to like keep the lineup going instead of like keeping it like ending really fast. So usually I'm about in the five hole now, but I'm using more power than I usually have. So. Yeah, like I said, you have to be a table setter when you're a leadoff hitter. You, yes. It's not about – it's about, like, maybe, I guess, extending it to pitcher's count. Yes. You know, getting on base. Yes. Still in second, getting in one <laughs> position for the girls behind you to drive you in. So, like, it's, it's, it's two different mindsets, right? <laughs> yes, Completely sir. Completely two different yes. mindsets. Because I've been in both situations, too. and mm-hmm. But you're doing what's best for the team yes. where they have you play. So, uh, you yes. know, like I said, anything in sports is ultimately about – one goal and winning together as a mm-hmm. team, right? Yes, sir. I'm joined by Teresa Reynolds, senior mm-hmm. shortstop for the Wicksburg Panthers. So I saw your mom post a video on Facebook. Uh, the captions read, T batting from the left. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a switch hitter or is it dependent on the situation? Um, I usually bat right-handed. Um, I had a time where I was uh, switching sides just fun you know we were beating a team by a lot that day that day so we couldn't he didn't really want to run rule him that bad so we were just all just having fun just so probably not i I usually (laughs) stay on the right side yeah i was surprised when i saw the video i was like oh i didn't know she was a switch hitter i didn't know she could usually no no sir yeah yeah you know i'll tell you when i was uh like i'm left-handed as i mentioned Mm -hmm. growing up when i first started playing i was eight years old I guess, you know, just, you know, I, I didn't know if I was left-handed or right-handed. You know, it's my first year mm-hmm. playing baseball. So I'm, my mom bought me a right-handed glove, of course, and I'm out there throwing right-handed, and my coach is like, Corey, throw from your left hand. And I'm throwing with my left hand. He's like, you're left-handed. <laughs> I had no clue. And so, uh, but I'll tell you a neat little story with that is anything sports-related, I'm left-handed. But I write right-handed. I eat with my right hand. And if I use scissors, it's right-handed. So, gotcha. uh I looked up the term, because we know about the term ambidextrous, where that, but that means you can do everything with both hands. Yes. Well, yes. what I'm defined as is called cross-dominant. So depending on what the task is determines which hand I use. Gotcha. So, uh, but anything sports-related, I'm left-handed. Like mm-hmm. I shoot left-handed, like I throw left-handed, I hit left-handed. Mm-hmm. But everything else is right-handed. So uh, sometimes I'm having to go back and forth, like, okay, which hand do I use in this situation? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So, uh, but... I also tell you kind of what you're talking about hitting from the left-handed side of that plate that day. Patrick Mahomes, when he was growing up playing baseball, he was playing for his dad's team, and they were beating the team really bad. Mm-hmm. He told his dad, I'm going to go up here and hit left-handed. He went up to the plate, hit left-handed, knocked it over the fence. <laughs> and so his dad said, I knew at that moment that he was mm-hmm. going to be special. And mm-hmm. here we know him as Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, season MVP. Like uh, So, yeah, they, He's very special for sure. Uh, but now going back to your mom, Melinda, I know she's at the games all the time, you yes. know, snapping pictures, taking videos. Mm-hmm. Talk about how special it is to have her capture nearly every moment of you on the field. 
Well, I just really, I really do appreciate everything she does, not just like on the field, but like taking me to every tournament that I've been to, every camp and everything. And she's not one to, like she's gonna push me and she's gonna let me do my thing, but she's not gonna tell me, okay, you have to do this right, you know? Like she knows me. Like I know most of the time what I'm doing wrong, you know? But I really do love like, she'll drop everything. She'll drop work and everything just to, come to a game or just to text me and say good luck before a game and stuff but like I'm I'm gl- I'm very appreciative of everything she does for me cuz she's my mom. Yeah. I mean, I love her. So <laughs> You know, it's important uh, like you said that she knows you. She yes. doesn't push the wrong buttons. She knows mm-hmm. when to lay off and cuz you know, I've been around the game for a long time. And you see parents constantly just nagging at the yes. kids and they just tune them out eventually and just drain. Even if the mm-hmm. parents are saying, uh, you know, things that are they need to hear, mm-hmm. but it's coming from like you, you've heard it so much that it's there's not a lot of love and encouragement in there. Yes. It's too much yes. criticism, you yes. know. And so, like you said, at the end of the day, this is your mom, this is your mm-hmm. dad, these are your parents who you want to feel safe and know that they support you, mm-hmm. whether you hit a home run or you yes. strike out three times you know so uh she's always there to support me though no matter what yeah yeah. so that's awesome that's how like i said that's how it's supposed to be And she puts up with this busy softball schedule and if i want to go hit at the cages at like 10 o'clock at night she doesn't care oh really like (laughs) she's like okay you're good like so 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 tell me about that uh the late nights at the cage so how often do you do that or is this kind um it's sometimes it really just depends uh a lot of times like, whenever I'm hitting, my number one problem is, like, mentally, like, live pitching stuff. So, I don't go to the cages too often. But if I need to work on, like, my hands being smoother or just being, like, more – I can't remember the word for it. But, like, if if I need to, I will. But I don't try to, like, overuse my body too much and get too tired on, like, T-work or something yeah. when I could work on it during practice or something else. So. So you, uh, you know, they say you uh, eat, breathe, and sleep baseball and softball mm-hmm. or whatever the sport is. So you literally do that. I mean, yes, it's 10 sir. o'clock at night. You got a lot of people in the bed or whatever, <laughs> and, uh, you know, or on the phone, internet, whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. and you're at, the, you're at the cage just swinging away. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's, uh, that's a full commitment for sure. Yes, you sir. know. Uh, so talking about your family, mm-hmm. you have your sister Olivia, who's on the JV team. Yes, sir. Brother Riley, younger sister Christina. Yes. Uh, who I'm sure she'll try to follow in your footsteps <laughs> yes. as well, try to be like her big sister. She's always wanting to go to the cages and hit with me. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I saw a picture, uh, I guess your mom posted again, like I said, she, you know, she's always mm-hmm. snapping, of you guys holding hands. Um, and it was just like, it was a, a picture from the behind of you too. And it was mm-hmm. just... Uh, an adorable picture, you know, uh, seeing yes. you guys holding hands. Yes, and we were at a tournament. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was when you were playing with the free. Yes, that, sir. We yeah. were both wearing the same jersey, me and Christina. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So I know um, you're a huge role model, not just uh, for Christina, but, you know, for your younger siblings overall. Uh, talk about the example that you try to set for them on and off the field. Well, I try to be like, the person that they can always talk to. Like if they don't feel comfortable talking to like mom or, or dad about something, then they can always talk to me and I'm gonna listen. And like my brother gives like the best advice. So I mean, we all kind of mesh, to, like we all have our own like personal like characteristics that help each other out, so. 
man you know like i have younger sister uh, younger sister younger brother as well so mm-hmm. i've always you know not only the things i i say but what i do you never mm-hmm. know what they're picking up you know your attitude or your probably you know in yes. different situations so you're being that like i said the older sibling and mm-hmm. setting that example you know whether it's like i said on the field things going right or things not going right mm-hmm. they're still watching all that they see the frustration if things are not going your way how do you handle those situations exactly uh, exactly that's awesome that you all kind of hold each other accountable like you say everybody has their own characteristics Mm -hmm. and um you know that's what family is is all about at the end of the day so uh now i noticed on your twitter page that Mm -hmm. you have proverbs 16 and 3 yes that says commit your actions to the lord and your plans will succeed share with us what that scripture means to you well i feel like you can't do anything unless it's the lord like I'm trying to live by the Lord's plan and I always try to like tell myself like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and I don't need to be stressed about like oh is this like am I going to do this right like well like everything but as long as I commit to the Lord then his his plans for me are going to succeed so I've always that's always been kind of my verse I guess. So That's that's a good verse to have though. Yes. I'm telling you like it kind of like goes with everything in life. So it does. I agree. Um, like I said, everything starts with with God, for sure, with mm-hmm. us committing to him, what he would have us to do. Because I'll tell you, I'm not from Dothan. I'm from Madison, Alabama, which is North Alabama. Uh, I think I see uh, y'all had a, a camp at UAH, I believe, yes. one time. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. So I'm up there in that area, in the Huntsville area. And so I moved here in 2013. After being here three years, I was ready to go back home. I didn't want to be. <laughs> yeah. like, I love Dothan, but I just miss family, right? Mm-hmm. So I was applying for jobs, trying to get back to Dothan, mm-hmm. and applying for five, six months, and not having a single phone call from any job I applied for mm-hmm. uh, back home. And you know, I got to the point I was like, okay, maybe moving back home isn't in God's plan. Yes. And I was like, God, I don't want to be obedient to what Your will is for my life. Yes. And ever since I prayed that in May of 2016, <laughs> that desire has gone away it it no longer exists and i'm at peace knowing that kind of like you said you know what's supposed to happen and where i am is where i'm supposed to be and uh you know so i'm at peace knowing that dothan is is my my new home you know i love my family back home in madison but Mm -hmm. you know god has definitely uh surrounded me by awesome people here in the wiregrass as well uh now Teresa, I truly appreciate you swinging by the sweet spot um you know you have a lot of people who are proud of you in this area and uh you know I'm excited for you. I know your your parents and your family is excited for you. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck in your senior season. Thank you so much. Now, that was Teresa Reynolds, the senior shortstop for the Wicksburg Panthers. A very talented athlete. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what God has planned for her in her future. We're going to continue with this episode of The Sweet Spot. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game. Hey, this is Cam McKinney, former Rehoboth Rebel. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot. It's time for Triple C, Corey's closing comments. And this is what I want to share with you today. Don't fall back into the traps you once were in. You know, we all go through life. We make 
some good decisions, but there's times we've made some bad decisions, uh, some bad habits, maybe being around people we shouldn't have been around. I want you to know that we shouldn't fall back into those traps we once were in. Once you've been delivered, once you've made the choices to stay away from those old ways of doing things, don't go back. Don't fall back into the traps and the distractions that the enemy wants you to relive all over. So as you go through your daily lives, just always know that we should not fall back into our traps that we once were in. Those days are long and gone. And always know there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. Stay in the sweet spot on the Joy FM Sports Facebook page. This has been a presentation of the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.